Did you know that it's actually illegal to refuse to take a nap? That's right. It's called resisting arrest. I'm your host, Hagen Lee, and for those who don't know, I recently joined the Dad Club, so there are plenty more dad jokes where that came from. My next stop in fatherhood is to shave off what little hair I have left, and then it's off to bigger and better things. Maybe I'll treat myself to a new set of grilling utensils. Uh, Maybe then I'll get a shotgun to scare off any future boyfriend prospects. And finally, I'll get a nice new pair of bright white New Balance tennis shoes. You know, style no longer really matters near as much as comfort when you become a dad. My beautiful daughter, Naomi Faith Lee, made her grand entrance November 15th, 2022. And she's totally upended our lives in the best way possible. I'm proud to announce that mama and baby are perfectly healthy. And we couldn't be more thankful for your prayers. We know without a doubt that the Lord heard them. In next week's episode, I'll share with you about how she was a miraculous gift from God. You know, children are one of the greatest blessings that God could ever give us. Parenthood teaches us a lot about who He is and how He feels about us. He's our Creator, our beginning. He's truly our Father in every sense of the word. We are His beloved, His creation, His children. We know that Scripture teaches us that the church is His bride. Unfortunately, there's many people who simply don't know how to have a healthy relationship with God and His church because they weren't raised within the safety of a healthy environment at home. In the natural world, our parents were designed to be the ones to nurture, support, instruct, and prepare us. But there's a huge percentage of children who never knew what that's like. And maybe you don't know what that's like. If that resonates with you, do you feel that it affects the way you feel about God and the church? The title of today's episode is Daddy Issues. You might be wondering, what does that mean? What does it have to do with living a born-again life? Well, stick around for a few minutes and let's talk about it. Right here on episode 26 of the Born Again Podcast. really have to explain the fact that we live in a pretty messed up world. There's so many things that just simply shouldn't be the way they are. Mothers shouldn't outlive their sons and daughters. Homes shouldn't be lost to fire, flood, or storm. Friends shouldn't betray one another. Addiction shouldn't destroy potential. Depression shouldn't choke out the life of good people. Illness shouldn't prematurely take the life of precious loved ones. But unfortunately, tragedy strikes each and every day. And this is the reality that we all live with. Far too many people have had to endure childhood struggles and trauma that have carried over into their adult lives. In my opinion, one of the most damaging issues a person can face is what we call daddy issues. I recently read a set of statistics that just shook me to the core. And it's a list of percentages that represent children who live in a single-family home in the U.S. 25% of white or Caucasian children have only one parent at home. 42% of Hispanic or Latino children have only one parent at home. 
17% of Asian children have only one parent at home. 53% of Native American children have only one parent at home. And 65% of black or African American children live in a home with only one parent. That's one out of every three kids in the United States that doesn't have the stability of a biblically modeled family. As we take a glimpse into our society, we can see the devastating effects that this has on many, if not most, of those children. You see, when you haven't had a balance within the family unit, you're just set up for failure. And I would say that a huge percentage of those who do have both parents at home were raised with abuse or emotionally absent or chaotic parents. Thankfully, there are many strong-willed people who overcome the odds and go on to do great things with their lives. But I would say that even the most successful of them still have haunting questions burning deep within their hearts. Things like, why wasn't I good enough for my own dad not to stick around? What's so bad about me that my own mom didn't want me? Did I deserve the abuse that I faced? Why am I not worthy of my father's time? Why can't he at least just call? Why is my mom so preoccupied with her own life that she can't make time for me? What's wrong with me? Will I ever be good enough? Will I ever be worthy of love? These questions haunt millions of people each and every day. And unfortunately, we spend our lives in search of that missing affection, oftentimes falling into the same trap. This is how my parents were, so this is what I'll be like as a parent. Not realizing that you're keeping that vicious cycle going. I want you to hear someone say this, even if it's just a random guy on a podcast. You are worthy of living a life of purpose, hope, and fulfillment. The labels you've placed on yourself or that have been placed on you by others don't define you. You are loved, adored, and seen by the one who made you. You are wanted. He holds you in his hand. And he said in his word, I will never leave nor forsake you. He will never leave you alone. Others may not have realized your value, but he knows your true worth. And to him, you were worth everything. As bad as you'd hate to admit it, maybe you have daddy issues. Maybe he mistreated you. Maybe he made you feel like you'd never be able to live up to his expectations. Maybe he abandoned you. Or maybe he was never there to begin with. Maybe it was your mom. Today should be the day that you lay down that heavy weight. Right now is the moment you forgive. It's the moment you stop believing the lies that you've told yourself. Today is the day you start treating yourself as a person of dignity and value. Today is the day that you realize you've always been enough. The Bible is a good place to find hope when it comes to daddy issues. Jesus taught a parable in Luke 15 that we can all learn from. We know it as the story of the prodigal son. The story goes that a man had two sons, and the younger of the two had found himself yearning for what the world had to offer outside the father's house. He came to his dad and asked to receive his inheritance early, and the father, likely knowing that it would all be wasted, gave in to his son's request and divided his savings between each son. Soon after, the youngest son left home and headed out to find himself. But little did he know when you head out to find yourself, you usually end up losing yourself. What he came to realize was that a life away from the father is a life not worth living. 
He wasted everything he had on parties and careless living. Even his closest friends left him for dead when he didn't have anything left to offer. It was there in the place of utter hopelessness that he made the humbling decision to return to his childhood home. I'm sure the questions were running rampantly through his mind as he made his way back to the place he belonged. Will they forgive me? Will I be welcome? Will they be ashamed of me? Will I ever know what it's like to be whole again? Am I destined for a life of shame and regret? He finally begins to approach the house, and he can just barely see it over the horizon. And here's where Jesus takes his liberty with the story. You see, under the law of Moses in that day, a son who brought dishonor to his father was worthy of public stoning. So the Jewish rabbis would use this story as a way of scaring young men straight. The story had several alternate endings as they would tell it in their own way. In one version, the son returns home, knocks on the front door, only to be looked upon with disgust as his father rejects him and deems him no longer welcome. In another version, the wasteful son comes home to learn the awful news that his father has since passed away, and he never had a chance to patch up the relationship. And then there's the ending where the son comes back to find that the house has been sold and the father has moved away, never to be found. But don't miss how powerful Jesus' telling of the story really is. He gave his own version of the story's ending as it picks up in Luke 15, verse 20. The Bible says, So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, Quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet, and kill the calf we've been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast, for this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost. But now, he is found. My friend, that could be your story today. You don't have to continue to live in a life of regret and shame. You can come back to the Father's house. I'd like to remind you today that things with your biological parents may have been less than ideal. But be encouraged. You have a Heavenly Father who will never reject you. He's a Father who will never die. He's a father who will never abandon you. He continually stands waiting for you to come home to him. He won't condemn you. He won't shame you. He won't criticize or belittle you. In fact, he's the one that'll take all of that away. He offers healing from your past, forgiveness for your mistakes, and purpose for your future. My friends, today is the day. Come back home. You've tried life your own way and it's left you miserable. Jesus wants a relationship with you. He really does love you. He really does have your best in mind. And your life really can be restored. I'm a living witness. So be healed of your daddy issues. From this moment forward, maybe you'll never find healing in your earthly relationships. But I pray today that your relationship with your Heavenly Father would be mended. And if you've done anything to walk away, 
if you've done anything to turn aside or to follow after a different life, I pray right now that you would come home. Lord Jesus, we call out to you today for that struggling son or daughter who has found themselves further away from you than they'd like to be. Lord, you've been there waiting with compassion each and every day. God, though they may have walked miles and miles from your presence, you're as close as the mention of your name. Help them to see today that if they'll only turn around, they'll find that your goodness and your mercy are right behind them. And your forgiveness is standing there with arms wide open. Let that relationship be healed today. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. I hope you have a great day. Thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you again next week. God bless you. In Jesus' name.